Welcome to episode 49 of the Avatar Hour podcast, your ultimate companion podcast to the world of Avatar. I'm Kayla. And I'm Andre. And today we have the pleasure of being joined by TikTok creator Monica Yuming, aka Little Prima Donna on TikTok. How's it going? We're so happy to have you. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. May I say it is an honor. Oh, no, it's it's our honor, believe us. <laughs> yeah. We were telling Monica before we started that we have been longtime fans of Monica's TikTok. Um, some of her TikToks have made appearances on our Avatar After Hour, um, as well as me and Kayla's inboxes to each other. So <laughs> it is, it's really, really cool to have you here, Monica. Thanks for coming on. Wow, thank you so much. Now, that really means a lot to me because it's good to know that people are enjoying the content I make. It is not just me screaming at a camera. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, so for our listeners who are not familiar with your TikTok or your content, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. So I'm um, an actor, I'm a writer, I'm a producer, and overall, say, content creator, you know? And yeah, I I make comedy videos on TikTok, which was kind of an accident. It's actually such a funny story because I never thought I was funny. Mm. I still sometimes don't think I'm funny, <laughs> but I feel like everyone kind of has a little bit of imposter syndrome. Sure. But yeah, but overall, I make like, I make content relating to fandom. Avatar The Last Airbender is definitely one of the big ones. And yeah, it's just trying to find some humor and joy in this crazy world that we live in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Well, so we like to ask all of our guests this before we get started. Um, What is your personal relationship to avatars? So did you watch the show as a kid? Did you find it later on in life? Like, what was that like for you? I actually joined the Avatar fandom a bit later. I actually started watching Avatar when the pandemic hit. As if you can believe that, because I actually have a really close friend who is a longtime fan of Avatar, was here when it first came out, and she's been trying to get me to watch it for a long, long time. It wasn't until um, the pandemic when she actually sat me down, called me and asked, hey, Monica, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing, because we should be inside. And she said, okay, turn on Netflix. We're watching Avatar right now. So I was... (laughs) So she literally pinned me uh, to the corner and made me watch it. And it was amazing. Wow. Thank you, Tia. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, with, with a lot of the folks that have uh, come on the show before, it's a lot of them were like lifelong fans of it. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of in the middle of that, too. I didn't quite grow up with Avatar. I watched it in high school, so mm-hmm. I can kind of relate to it a little bit later. But it's cool that mm-hmm. you got into it during the pandemic. You know, we don't gatekeep. You can enjoy it anytime you want to enjoy it. You know, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I joined the Avatar fandom at the age of 24. So that's awesome. That is awesome. Absolutely. And then you also went on to watch Korra after, correct? Yeah, it's right after. And then I just rewatched the whole thing again. Awesome. Awesome. Exactly. Well, I could tell from your TikToks that you also read the Kyoshi books as well. Yes. Yes. We're in the Mm -hmm. middle of Shadow of Kyoshi at the moment. Uh, So no spoilers. No spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, well, how did you get into creating content on TikTok? Like, what gave you the idea to, you know, do that? To be honest, it was actually an accident. I actually started TikTok uh, May of 2020. And the first video I put out was something that I thought was more my brand, which is more like serious life um, content. So I was, it was more like an inspirational piece. You know, one of those like inspirational TikTokers and YouTubers. I was trying to be one of those actually. And that first video didn't do so well. I was like, okay, it's fine. And then I was, I didn't really think too much about it until, um, July. That's when my friend made me watch Avatar. 
And then there were just some unanswered questions, you know, and the, like, for example, what happened to the ostrich horse, which was what really <laughs> kicked me off. Like, that's the first, like, and also people reacting to Zuko, Zuko being crowned Fire Lord when of all of, after all of his adventure across the entire world. So I was just like, well, how would people react to Fire Lord Zuko? Like Lee from the tea shop being crowned Fire Lord. So <laughs> all of these questions were in my head and I've always been uh, a writer. I love fan fiction. And I just love fandoms in general. Yes. And I just always like love those. So I just, those scenarios just keep popping in my head. And then one of those came up. One of the first videos I made for Avatar was um, people reacting to Zuko being crowned as a Fire Lord. And I just got that scenario in my head. I'm like, you know what? TikTok is pretty new to me at a time. It was really, it, it was pretty new to me. So I was just like, let me just play around with it and see what I can make. And that first video was a complete accident. I did not expect that to go anywhere. I didn't, I expected like maybe two people to watch it. And those two people will be me and my friend who made me watch Avatar because Avatar, I'll make her watch it. So yeah, that's how it started. I'm pretty sure that I found you. Like, I found you through that video. On really, the very first page. one. I think I'm pretty sure. Oh my god! I, I mean, I remember. I mean, I mean, a few people made that video of like you know, the, like re- people reacting to the leaf from the cheese shop being the you know Fire Lord. But I think that's how I got into your videos is through that one. So, oh my god, does not see like completely unexpected. Actually, completely unexpected. I did not expect that. Well, I'm sure you also weren't expecting like the giant following that you started accruing. So, like. So what was that like growing your following? And and well, I should ask, like, when did you start noticing that your videos were actually like getting a lot of traction? Like, how did you react? Were, were you panicked? Like, what do I do now? Like, like, what was that like for you? It was actually very exciting. And it was pretty new to me because I've never actually gotten too many people, like too much like social media following at all. I actually, I was never like actively trying to do something like that. So yes, after like, so I started like uh, Little Prima Donna. And the TikTok uh, channel, um, but then I actually didn't expect anything to any to for it to go anywhere. Like I, like I said, I the first video I put out like an inspirational video. I think I also did like a fashion video or something that got like maybe two views. And then um, it was that first Avatar video, and that started kicking off. And then like when I checked back in about like an hour or two, just to scroll through my for you page, I was just like, why are there so many notifications? What? And then boom, it was a couple thousand. I was just like, what? That was it, it was so surprising. I did not expect that at all. And it was just it was actually that first video that I feel like and I see people in the comments asking for more. And I was just like, all right, you like I have more. <laughs> Let me make them. I have all of those scenarios in my head. I have them. A lot of them. It's just like, all right, you want to see it? I'll make it. And so <laughs> that's when it kind of got it kind of got started. And now here we are. It snowballed into being on a podcast. Like, yes. <laughs> didn't. Who would have thought I did not? Exactly. Well, it's so funny how it all worked out, but we're very glad to have you, as you said before. It's awesome. Um, we're such big fans of your videos. Uh, particularly, I really like the Kiyoshi videos that you do, like especially because mm-hmm. like in some of them, you split Kiyoshi into two characters with the yes. fandom Kiyoshi and mm-hmm. canon Kiyoshi. Uh, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that and where that came from? Absolutely. Okay. Well, entering the Avatar fandom, I got to see how everyone kind of viewed Kiyoshi as this murder happy violent person and I see all those memes and to be honest I think they are quite funny (laughs) a lot of my skits are based on those as well Um, and I I see the humor in that but after reading the shadow um, the shadow Kiyoshi and the rise of Kiyoshi the Kiyoshi novels I realized there's so much more nuance to her character and that's amazing and you can see that she's actually quite soft she's not the one we should be afraid of (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> no, no, no. It's someone else. Someone else we should be afraid of. Mm. We're on Shadow of Kiyoshi at this point. So I think I have an idea of who you're talking oh. about. Is it Rangi? Are you talking about yeah. Rangi? It's Rangi. Yeah. <laughs> Rangi. Oh, Rangi is the one. I love your video of, of Korra and Asami going to the spirit yes. world. And yeah. Asami's like, no, 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 no. I'll mm-hmm. talk to Kiyoshi. You go talk to Rangi. And then both of them are like, oh my God, what have we done? I love that one. Exactly. Because like the, so yeah, Asami was representing like the most, most of the fandom who believed that Kiyoshi is the violent one and the one that always encourages murder. And so, uh, yeah, Asami was telling Cora, honey, I don't want you to talk to someone who will encourage your violent tendencies. I will vet her first. And then she talks to Kiyoshi and realizes Rangi is the one she should be worried about. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, so it, fandom Kiyoshi and canon Kiyoshi kind of came out of that separation of Kiyoshi's character because the fandom views her this way. And it's very funny because that's actually how everyone in the world about her also kind of views Kiyoshi. Because remember when Aang said, I should have never asked Kiyoshi, when all Kiyoshi said was only justice may bring yeah. peace. And because of her violent reputation, Aang kind of insinuated that, oh, Kiyoshi wants me to just kill the Fire Lord, when all she said was justice. She just said justice. Right. Um, so it's funny how like, yeah, the fandom and the people in the world of Avatar kind of has that kind of false understanding of who Kiyoshi really is. Like, yes, I'll be the first to admit violent Kiyoshi is hilarious, but it's but fandom Kiyoshi and canon Kiyoshi, canon Kiyoshi is brought in to kind of remind the collective basically that, hey, actually, Kiyoshi is this very nuanced character with multiple different sides. So in a way, you can also think of canon, canon Kiyoshi and fandom Kiyoshi as almost two sides of the same coin. And that kind of reminds us of the complexities that everyone everyone has. Exactly. Absolutely. I think me and Kayla, when we started recapping Rise of Kiyoshi, I think we were keenly aware that this book was going to delve into that nuance because that couldn't possibly just be it for Kiyoshi. Mm-hmm. Of like her live exactly. her life of 200 years, like it can't mm-hmm. all have been just her rampaging across the world, <laughs> like beating up dictators here and there. Exactly, just but this is how she lived for 200 years, just, just exactly. punch, punch, punch. But, <laughs> but it's funny considering in the original show, all we really knew about Kiyoshi's past was the Chin the Conqueror thing. And she mm-hmm. didn't even directly kill him, but she yeah. still has that reputation mm-hmm. just among the fandom of being like this like ruthless killer. Yeah. And but I think we kind of love to think of her like that because I think mm-hmm. it's it's awesome to think about this really powerful female character taking absolutely no one's shit and just yeah. just being a fucking badass. Definitely. It's also therapeutic, right? It's just like, oh, I want to be like that. Just sometimes you're just so frustrated. You could just be like, okay, yeah, no, well, Kiyoshi at least is kicking ass somewhere yeah. out there. Exactly. <laughs> Especially like, I mean, I remember like just reading like the first part of uh, Shadow of Kiyoshi, like particularly the part in the mm-hmm. beginning when she's like fighting the Daofei and all that stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is how the fandom sees Kiyoshi. Yeah. 24 seven. <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. And then the next chapter is about her being insecure about being the avatar. Like, I think, yeah. I think. FCE, mm-hmm. the author absolutely intentionally did that. Definitely. Showed that this is what people see her as, and then this is what she actually is. Like, this is just right. a person yeah. who clings mm-hmm. on to her makeup and her war fans mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a veneer to put on to other people, but she yeah. really is like a quite insecure avatar. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, so I was wondering over the course of your whole, I'm going to say, TikTok career. Uh, have you run into any challenges creating your avatar skits or just any skits in particular in terms of like coming up with them 
And have you also had any challenges interacting with commenters? Because we all know how TikTok can be in the comment section sometimes. <laughs> Maybe even a little small percentage of the Avatar fandom can be a little, you know. So I'm just curious, mm -hmm. like, what's your experience with that? Yeah, that's a really good question. So to answer the first part of that, uh, do I ever have trouble coming up with skit ideas? The answer is yes, definitely. Sometimes is I've have I have a little bit of a content calendar going on and just like I want to put out uh, consistent content. So, but sometimes, um, a lot of times the skits just come to me. Um, I, I was just either rewatching Avatar or just randomly when I'm doing the dishes and somebody, oh, Aang said this one time. And then just things kind of spiral and then we have a comedy skit. But sometimes I just sit down in front of my uh, computer and, and I get a little stuck. I admit I do get a little stuck sometimes. So when that happens, I tend to just kind of switch it up a bit because my, uh, yeah, as you mentioned that my channel isn't only on Avatar. We have some Attack on Titan stuff. We have some other just general comedy stuff as well, which we'll is tying in a little bit because to focus solely on one thing, I don't think any human being is designed to do that. At least I'm not designed to do that. So yes, definitely I've hit some walls and it does come, the, the inspiration does come back after I take a little break from it. So that's how I've been dealing with it. Sometimes you just got to let yourself breathe and that's what I have been doing. And in terms of the commenters, yes, that has been pretty interesting. I feel like I was very, I am very lucky that 99% of the commenters on my videos are lovely. They're absolutely lovely. And there are some who have genuine questions and things about theories about the shows that um, are different than mine. And they will raise it very respectfully and they will just ask questions. And I love those. I love those kind of discussions. There are, of course, some people who are quite rude and <laughs> some comments are quite hurtful, but those are like maybe 1%. And I feel like when I first uh, got my first hate comments, just apps has no, absolutely nothing to do with the content at all. Absolutely nothing to do with what I was doing, like the content I was providing. Um, it was it was a little bit shocking a little bit i have to admit and i it did bother me a little bit but over um but then over i actually am quite thankful for it now because i actually feel like i grew a lot as a person by dealing with um people in the comments and just realizing that hey people are going to always judge and people are people and i've come to the realization that everyone is either showing love or crying out for it no one, if you're in a stable mindset, will purposely hurt another person. I don't believe anyone's actually capable of doing that because when we we're born, we're this, these little balls of joy who has nothing and no hate and no and no resentment towards anybody. And it's just life. Life brings down everybody. And so sometimes you you see people, my video hits someone's for you page and they had a bad day. Yeah. I, I could be I could be insulted and it just I'm not saying that you should insult people if you had a bad day you shouldn't but and hurt people hurt people so that has really helped me actually grow myself as a human being as well so I'm really thankful for all of those challenges wow. I faced. I didn't yeah. know we were interviewing Uncle Iroh seriously that's so really so profound <laughs> absolutely oh <my> God. <laughs> I love that absolutely wow, thank you. <laughs> I do you ever turn in those those periods where you struggle with coming up with skits? Mm -hmm. Do you ever turn back to the source material? Like, do you think like, oh, maybe there's something I can latch on to. Maybe there's something I can like make from this like one line from this scene or anything like that? Yeah, definitely rewatching helps. I feel like as soon as I rewatch an episode or two, there's always these little nuances and I'm like, hey, another skit is right, right in there. So there's so much possibilities in every single episode. And yeah, I do find going back to the source material definitely helps.
Yeah. So, of course, you have your avatar videos and you mentioned your Attack on Titan skits mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Where do you see your channel going from here? That is a really good question. And actually, you hit me at a time where I feel like I'm thinking about not a complete rebranding, but thinking about what kind of content I want to create in the future. Because right now, to be perfectly honest, I am feeling like I'm a little in a little stump. A lot of things are happening as well in my personal life, uh, like moving and a new a new contract here and there. And it's just a lot of things are going on. And I think I'm going to take my channel to I'm going to continue to do to do avatar videos and continue to do attack on Titan and fandom comedy. But I also want to tie in other kinds of more other kinds of comedy or other kinds of, or other kinds of productions, because like I mentioned before, I never expected to do comedy. I've been told actually by uh, an ex friend who's like, who, who was really close to me and, and he was insistent. I was the least funny person on earth, on earth. And I actually was just, I was fine with it because I never pinned any, like my talents on any, um, on being funny, I trained to be a dramatic actor. Uh, so yeah, actually, that's where I started. Um, I, I was trained to be a TV and film actor in the series, like the serious drama area and theater and stuff like that. So if comedy was ac- absolutely like a like a surprise for me as well, and it's just me being myself. I didn't expect me to be funny, but I thank you guys for thinking so. <laughs> it's just me being uh, me being just Monica. It's true. <laughs> It's true. You Thank are you. Funny. Thank you so much. So yeah, no, but, but I guess like comedy is just, or like, just, I guess I just, I'm just being Monica and using, I mean, just being Monica, I'm still deciding where I want to take this channel and, but whatever it is, I feel like I want to stay true to my value. And during this past year in our global panorama, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've decided I've come to the realization that my purpose in this world is to bring happiness and to ease suffering. And whatever that form is, whether that is making content, whether that is making, um, whether that is telling the stories of people who don't have the limelight all the time, then I'm going to do that. Absolutely. I got like nothing else to say here. (laughs) I'm actually going to revise my next question. My next question was going to be, what's your favorite part of making content on TikTok? But I feel like you probably already (laughs) just answered that. I I was going to ask you, is there one skit that comes to mind? It could be Avatar related, could be not, where you just, you've watched, you were just like, oh my God, that is so fucking funny. Like, is there one that stands out to you on your channel? Uh, One of my favorites. Uh, oh, off the top of my head, gotta put you on the spot a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Actually, you know what? No, um, the remember Kiyoshi and Roku's reaction to Avatar Day, and uh, yeah, I really like those ones where Kiyoshi. I, I was really playing into the fandom Kiyoshi, whereas uh, when Roku asked Kiyoshi to go help Ang when Ang was under tri- on on trial, and Kiyoshi's like, yeah, 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 I got this, I got this, and she goes and be like, yes, I did kill him. So what? Mm-hmm. right and she comes back with a starbucks she comes back with her sh- with her sunglasses on and that's just quintessential fandom kiyoshi and i had so much fun filming that scene it was just like i was laughing through it too it was just like she just comes back and roku's just like what the fuck what the sorry am i allowed to swear it's okay we swear oh, yeah, all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. you're allowed to swear oh, okay cool I, yeah yeah I, roku's just basically like what the fuck man and kiyoshi's just like what you want me to lie i love that <laughs> i love that i love yes. the shades i love the starbucks that Kiyoshi's carrying out of it. 
Oh, that's so much. Uh, if I was going to answer my own question, apart from Corona Sami going into the spirit world, mm-hmm. it is it is the um uh when when uh Cora finally goes into Avatar State, uh-huh. and it was like, oh my god, it's happening! Everyone, stay calm. <laughs> yes, stay calm. Stay fucking calm. Oh, I love. I that love one. that one too. I can't take full credit for that one because that's not my sound. Some other creator on TikTok right, made it's... that sound, but I was just like, this is yeah. this is the Avatars. Yeah, no, but I love that one too. Yeah, I'm gonna say that the uh, you know, Kiyoshi meeting Asami like in the spirit world, like that Mm -hmm. was that was that's my favorite. Oh, I'm glad it just made me, uh, just made me laugh. I love it so much. Oh my goodness. Um, (laughs) well, you mentioned like kind of expanding your channel and things like that and uh, all that good stuff. Is there anything Mm -hmm. outside of TikTok that you are or any other projects that you'd like to you know share or tease while we're here? Yeah, well, I am going to turn my focus a little bit onto my YouTube channel as well. So on there right now, I have a lot of shorts, which is basically the videos I post on TikTok. But I also have some long form content coming up, which is in-depth character analysis of different characters, of different fans, of different shows. I'm really into that. I just... Um, just analyzing characters and see why they do what they do and how we can take those lessons and apply that to real life. I just, I live for those things. So yeah, there's some long form content coming up on my YouTube channel on the same name, Little Prima Donna. That's so exciting. We'll Very definitely cool. check that there out. Absolutely. Thank you. And you mentioned at the beginning that you're you're also a writer. Do you have any plans for mm-hmm. any like original content? I do. Yes, there are some original skits and original, original characters that I'm thinking about doing. And there are also some shows I'm actually writing for long form shows. I'm think I'm planning to pitch to networks such as Netflix. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So those, yeah, I, I actually come from the, that industry, uh, that entertainment industry. I, after I graduated school, I was like key on becoming a screenwriter um, and, and, and like an on-screen actor. And again, TikTok was such a surprise because I'd never expected to do all. So to do all that on my own. And TikTok has already given me a platform to be all of it. I'm all the characters. I write all of my scripts. I also edit. edit editing isn't my strong suit, but it's, it, it's, it has to be done. It has to be done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's a great practice to do all of that. And in the future, I truly, truly, there are some shows in my mind that I really want to, <laughs> I really want to make and bring into this world. And we'll just have to see what happens in the next decade. Very so cool. excited. Yeah, I mean, TikTok has has launched a lot of people's careers. And I feel like you're you're probably on the list to become next. Oh. Like I'm I'm really, really excited to see what you do. Thank next. you. Oh my God. That, that means so much. Because sometimes it really is sitting back at the end of the day. I absolutely love uh reading all the comments of you guys saying that you um, you love my content and you love watching it and just like good I'm so glad some people are enjoying it but at the end of the day sometimes I kind of start doubting myself too it's just like okay what am I actually doing in life but uh, I guess we just have to take one step at a time there's really no certainty to anything so yeah we'll see what happens well again thank you so much so much for coming on Monica it was a pleasure talking to you thank you so much for having me where can our listeners find you on social media? I think you mentioned your handle before, but just just to make sure that we got it at the end. Yeah, of course. Well, on TikTok, I am at Little Prima Donna. On Instagram, you can find me at littleprimadonna.official. And on YouTube, I am Little Prima Donna. Awesome. Easy. Consistent. <laughs> Very consistent, except for Instagram. Just add the official because someone <laughs> else took Little Prima Donna. I can't find them. You can send a cease and desist when you're big with Netflix and everything. There you so. go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for our listeners. Uh, thank you to our listeners for tuning in this week. Just a quick reminder, you can pledge at our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Avatar Hour podcast to receive 
lots of cool exclusive benefits, including the video recording for this podcast. If you would rather watch us talk about Monica's amazing TikToks, pledge at the $3 level. Um, and if you want to reach out to us and get in touch at social, on our social media channels, our Facebook and Instagram is at the Avatar Hour Podcast and on Twitter at Avatar Hour. That's it. Tune in next week for our next installment of our Shadow of Kiyoshi recap. And of course, make sure you follow Monica and all of her awesome work. And all of the links for her stuff will be in the description for this episode. So that way you guys have no excuse to check it out. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. And again, thank you for taking the time to come to talk to us, Monica. We absolutely appreciate yeah, thank it. thank you so oh, much. You're very welcome. So glad to be here. No, I, I absolutely love to talk <laughs> anything um, Avatar related or fandom related. So yeah, no, definitely my pleasure. Absolutely. All right. Well, until next time, we'll see you guys later. My name's Andre. And I'm Kayla. And I'm Monica. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Andre here. Before you go, we just wanted to remind everyone to check and make sure that you are following the Avatar Hour podcast on your podcast platform of choice. And if that platform has a rating system, please consider leaving us a review and some feedback. With subscribers and reviews, it allows us to reach future listeners and help the podcast grow in the long run. Until next time, guys, thanks for listening.